My dearest homo sapiens, this is the voice of the electric head. I am using telepathy to beam my thoughts directly into your brain. You only believe you're listening to this because this is the idea that I have implanted in your mind. I'm sorry about that. I realize it's an invasion of privacy, but I have no choice. The Electric Head Darling, do we have to have Geoffrey in here whilst we're making love? I can't perform unless he's watching. Fair enough then. Well, actually from up here I can't see too much. Uh, mostly just some people doing some stuff. Uh, it's actually a bit rubbish. I wish I'd stayed home. Alright, love. Yeah, I'm in London now, yeah. Yeah, well, I was thinking, do you want to meet up for a, a bit of dinner later? Yeah, I was thinking we'd go down that new place down Tottenham Court, you know, abattoirs. Yeah, apparently it's quite good. They uh, they slaughter the animals right at your table, right? Uh, all dressed up as Benny and Bjorn and that. Yeah, play your favourite ABBA tracks, it'd be good. Alright, mate. Uh, sorry, I've got to go, love. There's some twat annoying me here. Uh, I'll speak to you later. Tape CSI for me, right? Alright. Bye, love. See ya. Alright, mate. Alright. I'm a poet. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Do, do you want to hear some poetry? A bit busy, mate. Oh, go on. I've done poetry at school. It's all the metaphors and that, ain't it? Beware so... the metaphor, my friend, a wise man said to me. The tale he told that night was like a floating chocolate tree. The table like an antelope stood frozen in the room. The carpet like a grassy slope, the fridge like like the moon. The guests were all like giant gnats, their hands like purple spoons. Their conversation like the sea, their eyes like glistening prunes. Prunes? Yeah, prunes. Think about it, mate. Think about it. Sure, Tom Tom. Trust me. Uh, I really don't think. I said, trust me. Okay, you're the boss. That is correct. I am the boss. You've never led me astray before. Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, the man of my dreams. He gives me goosebumps in all of his scenes. Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, he's my type of guy. Jurassic Park was his career high. Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, oh don't ask me why. He's seven feet tall and he looks like a fly. Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, he's so boggle-eyed. I met him just once, but I got all tongue-tied. I like him in Lost World and in Cats and Dogs. I love his acting, that man is a god. I'm not homosexual, if I was what I'd do I'd fuck that Jeff Goldblum and reach around too 
Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, he gives me the horn. I cut out his face and I stick it on porn. We have your coconut. What? That's not mine. Not your coconut. No. It's got your name on it. What? Oh. Oh yes. Well, well I, suppose, I suppose that has to be mine. We've met before. Have we? Don't play the innocent with me, Mrs. Scattergood. Paris, 1979. That obscure little library in the Rue de Lagoon. No, no, I, I, you're definitely mistaken. I've, I've never even heard of the Rue de Lagoon. I never forget a face, Alfonso! Alfonso, it's Edna, Edna Scattergood. Did you ever find that book? Look, I don't know what you're talking about, honestly. I've never been to Paris. Never been to Paris? No, never. All right. So, it's Mrs. Scattergood. Yes, I'm afraid so. There's a couple of formalities, Alf... Mrs. Scattergood. I need to check a few details. Date of birth. 7th of the 12th, 42. Occupation. Retired robotics engineer. Married? Yes. Children? Yes, two boys. Criminal record? No. Have you ever traveled abroad under an assumed name? What do you mean? I think we both know what I mean. Look, what is this? Have you ever been to Paris, Mrs. Scattergood? I told you already. Look, this is absolutely... Come on! I think we both know why you came here today, don't we? This charade has gone on long enough. I'm on to you, Alfonso. It's over! Get out, and don't you or any of your friends ever come here again! Do you understand? Oh, leave me alone! I, I don't know what... I, it's not my coconut. Mrs. Gattergood, Mrs. Gattergood. Come, come leave now. Me. Why the tears? You're obviously highly distressed. Perhaps I underestimated the severity of your condition. Some find my personal style of psychiatry a, a little hard to get to grips with for the first few sessions. A sensitive reaction is quite normal. Mrs. Catagor is okay. Now take your coconut and get out! I'm trying to get into the comedy spirit, but I just want to rip somebody's fucking head off. <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? The Electric Head. Oh yeah, I love graveyards. Me too. Hi. I knew him, you know. Who? Him. That poor sod buried there. Right. What was he? Uh, what was he like? Miserable. Really? Yep. Well, right up until he died. Right, and that uh, that cheered him up, did it? No. Nope. As soon as he found out, you know, he was going to cop it. Well, that was it. He was a miserable sod. Well, I uh, well, yeah, I suppose you would be, wouldn't you? Yep. Well, uh. When did he? When did he find out? Not long after he was born, as it goes. 
He was around three years old when his old man let it slip. Human beings are mortal. And that was it. The death sentence. I see. Not a very cheery thought, mate. No, no, it isn't. No. I suppose we'll all well. You know, we'll... Uh... Will we? Oh, yep. We'll be joining him. Well, uh, let's put a right downer on me day, mate. I, uh, I'm feeling a bit depressed now. Well, I'm sorry about that, mate. But... Listen, hang on a tick. Oh, that's cheered me right up now, that has. You feel better? I feel much better. Great. I feel... Let's go and dig up some bodies, shall well, we? That'd be fantastic, That's what mate. we're here for. OK, why not? He was a short, tubby man with a heart condition who built a scale model of the Eiffel Tower out of salmon pink Meccano. So, Merlin, you're on 27 pence. The stakes are high. How are you feeling? Nervous. Your wife's in the audience, isn't she? What do you think she would tell you to do in this situation? Well, can I ask her? No, you can't. Phone a friend. Well, you haven't got any friends, have you? Now, you're a wizard, aren't you? Enchanter. Right, and what do you enchant? I am the protector of Britain's future. I spirited the infant King Arthur away from Tintagel. Fabulous, and where do you practice now? Reading. Right, well, you're on 27 pence. You don't have to answer the next question, but if you do, you go up into the life-changing bracket with 37 pence. More than enough for a new wand. Indeed. Now, do you want to go for the question? Uh, yes, go for it. Okay, Merlin, let's play Pandemonium Biscuit Tin. For a whopping 37 pence, Merlin, how do you view masturbation? A, a lonely man's hobby. B, a healthy and enjoyable exercise. C. A waste of good sperm that could otherwise be put into a welcoming orifice. Or D. A frog. A frog? Final answer. A frog? He's going for D. A frog. Frog? I'm afraid that's wrong. Will you ever seen a slug crawling across the edge of a straight razor? Uh, no, no, I haven't, actually, no. No, no, neither have I. There once was a sideshow freak called Lenny. You know what they used to call him? Lenny the Lobster. This poor kid was so malformed that he had two huge fleshy claws instead of arms and hands. Just like the pincers of a lobster. You know what they did to Paul Lenny? They put him in a tank in an Italian restaurant up on the west side. People used to go up to that restaurant just to stare at him. The other lobsters used to stare at him too, with curious, beady black eyes. He was just as much a sideshow freak to them, you see. After a few years, the interest in sideshow freaks died out. People didn't go up to that restaurant to look at him anymore. They went to eat pasta and shellfish cooked in a traditional Italian sauce. The restaurant changed hands. Then one day, a man walked into that restaurant, the kind of man who always thought he was paying far too much and getting far too little. When it came to his turn to choose a lobster from the tank, he stepped up to the glass and there was Lenny. The strangest lobster he'd ever seen, but also the biggest and the fleshiest. He had the waiters drag Paul Lenny out and dump him into a pot full of boiling water. 
Lenny screamed so loud he cleared the restaurant. All except for one man. The man who ate Lenny the Lobster. Do you know who that man was? That man was me. And ever since that day, I've suffered from terrible indigestion, resulting in uncontrollable flatulence. But every time some gas escapes me, I think of Lenny, and I remember his pain. Sometimes I wonder how that poor kid's life would have turned out if I hadn't eaten him that day. Hello. Hi, you, you must be Timothy. Timothy. Yeah, yes. you must be Brenda. Brenda, that's We spoke from, yes. on the brow, we didn't did, we? Yes. yes uh, nice to meet you. Yes, and lovely this, to meet you. I, I, listen, I'm afraid I'm a bit nervous. Don't be nervous. It's <laughs> oh, fine. I'll do oh. this all. I mean, well, don't be nervous. Yeah, but this is a lovely restaurant, yeah, isn't I it? Yeah, I think it's, it's Italian. Isn't yeah, it? yes, it is. I love Italian food. I oh, Tasha Telly. Like. <laughs> <laughs> right, shall we uh, sit down then? Yeah, yes, yes. You sit where do you want to sit there? I'll sit. Yes. That seems yes, all right. if that's anyway. okay. <laughs> oh, here comes the waiter. Oh, oh, what already? Good evening, sir. All right. Uh, good evening, madame. Oh, uh, good evening. <laughs> are uh, you uh, ready to order? Oh, um, uh, Tagliatelli. <laughs> Tagliatelli. <laughs> we both like Tagliatelli, I think. Uh, if you yes, like. uh, I can get you the Tagliatelli, yes. <laughs> Uh, anything else? Oh, um, oh, uh, I'd like a st- garlic, garlic bread. Tim, uh, you One. don't mind if I call you Tim? No, that's all right. Timothy, yeah. yeah. Tim, yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, it's just a garlic, garlic bread to start. <laughs> Very good. Uh, uh, Madame, could I possibly borrow your earlobe for a brief moment? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I just want to make you aware that we have a new waiter starting this evening, oh. and he will be waiting your table. Uh, oh. The reason I want to let you know is that he is uh, part of our equal opportunities policy. He has uh, a disability. Oh. Well, lady, he has uh, the hands of, how you say, a lobster. The hands of a lobster? A lobster. Oh. You know, a crustacean. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But uh, I would appreciate if you would uh, try not to cause a fuss. Do not mention it to him. Oh. He's very sensitive about his uh, lobster hand. You oh, know? okay. That yeah. would be very much appreciated. I uh, will return with your tagliatelli. Oh, tagliatelli. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Tim, uh, w- w- what do you do? Me? Uh, <laughs> colonic irrigation. Oh, oh. <laughs> what about you? Um, well, actually, uh, well, I'm a dancer. All right, I'm a trained yeah. dancer, but, but, but I, I do erotic dancing. Erotic? Yeah, oh. yes, uh, well, mostly weddings and wakes and, you know, children's parties. Right, <laughs> uh, right, um, yeah. Right. Well, what do you want to talk about? What should we talk about? I'm glad you asked me that, actually, because yeah. uh, I want to talk about the moon. Oh, wonderful. Because lovely. I was thinking, right, listen, this is good. Yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking that the moon... Yeah. Is made of cheese. Oh yes, yes. So therefore, yeah. if I was to eat the moon, yeah. how many calories would that be? Oh God! I never thought of that. You've got an amazing brain. Yeah, I know. Oh. I think about these things yeah. all the time. Oh, food's here. Oh, God, here that comes. was quick. Yeah. Ooh. Great service. Ooh. Oh, oh, bloody. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> thank you, Brenda. Brenda, oh, that bro's got the end of a lobster. <laughs> Fucking lobster! Oh, please, come on, don't make it. He's got. It's all over me now. Don't make it an issue. I have fucking had it with going out for meals, being served by sea creatures. He can't even pick up a plate. You're ruining the evening. I fucking had it. I am leaving. No, 
24-hour garage near here? Trust me. Well, I I'm not doubting you, Tom Tom, but are you absolutely certain that this is the Witten Bypass? I said, trust me. <laughs> okay then. Well, where now? Turn left at the monkey puzzle tree and continue around the herd of grazing Pachycephalosaurus. Pachy? What? Pachycephalosaurus. A thick-headed lizard. It was characteristic for its domed, thick-roofed skull. As it lived in herds, males may have fought headbutting contests to win a mate. Tom Tom, we're in the past, aren't we? Yes, near the Whittam Bypass, just off the B1389. Well, all right. You've never led me astray before. My dearest Homo sapiens, you have been listening to The Electric Head. Keep everything you have heard a secret. And remember, none of this is really happening. If you were affected by any of the issues raised by this transmission, log on to www.myspace.com slash theelectrichead or seek psychiatric help. Thank you, and good night.